Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcast. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, we've been tackling some questions in youth group um, lately, just kind of big questions. And one of them that we, that we just tackled, and, and I want to talk about it today, is should I take the Bible literally? Um, Psalm 1, 1 and 2 says, Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Uh, the Bible says that meditating and thinking about the Bible is going to bring you blessing. But some people really have a hard time believing that the Bible is all truth. I know the Bible says that the Bible is good, but should I really believe what the Bible says about itself? If someone wanted to get you to believe that the Bible isn't God's word, what's the, what's the best way that they would try and kind of demean the Bible as not being a reliable source of truth? The first thing is they're going to probably say that it's full of contradictions. Um, they might also say that it, it can't really be taken literally. The stories uh, are fictional and they're only meant to serve a moral purpose and instructional teaching purposes. Or, uh, so let's just kind of get right into that idea of the Bible containing contradictions. I wonder, can any of you actually think of a, a contradiction in the Bible? In truth, most people can't actually name a, bi- a biblical contradiction, even though they might say that there's a ton of them. That's because they heard somebody else say it and they themselves never looked into it. They just repeated what somebody else said. 1 Peter 3.15 says, Don't be a person who believes things without looking into it and finding out the truth for yourself. Uh, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. That's what 1 Peter 3.15 says. Uh, I would say don't even believe pastors or teachers fully when they say things that pertain to God and to the Bible. If it's in question... Be sure to look into it yourself before you take something as being fact. Uh, Far too many people get into just believing the wrong things about God and about the Bible simply because some preacher said that it it was a fact, the the thing that they were saying. Claiming that the Bible is full of contradictions is man's way of supposedly supposedly proving that the Bible is not inspired and is not uh, from an all-knowing and perfect God. Claiming inaccuracies and proving them, though, are they're really two different things altogether. At times, some passages seem like they might be contradictory in some way. But often, when, when we give some further examination, we'd see that it's otherwise. We sometimes fail to see the difference between contradiction and a difference between scriptures. Now, I want to give you an example today, because I think this one, it's, it's pretty fascinating. Uh, this is one contradiction that a lot of people bring up. Um, that they love to discuss, and it's about the rooster crowing in the story of Peter's denial of Jesus. We find this in, in all of the books of uh, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In Matthew, Luke, and John, we're told that the rooster was going to crow um, one time, essentially. Peter was going to deny Jesus three times after the rooster would crow. Um, and it happened just like that, but Mark's version is a little different. It says this, Assuredly, I say to you, Jesus said, that today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Uh, following Peter's first denial of Jesus, we, we learn that uh, he went out on a porch, uh, and this is in the book of Mark, and a rooster crowed. And after Peter's third denial of Jesus, the rooster crowed a second time. And then Peter called to mind the word that, that Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you're going to deny me three times. So, 
The book of Mark talks about a rooster crowing two times. The other books of the Gospels talk about it happening only once. How can this not be a contradiction? First of all, it must be noted that when there's a possible explanation for something that's a biblical difficulty, it's, it's unreasonable to state that the passage is a, def, a definitive contra contradiction. And so this is true of any work of literature. And so um, looking at this story, uh, the explanation for this crow, rooster crowing contradiction, um, I want you to think about uh, for just a minute, um, a kid, you bring a kid to a basketball game and you tell the kid, the kid's been to basketball games before, and you, maybe you say to them before they go off and sit with their friends, hey, meet me after the, after the horn. Uh, both of you know that when the final horn of the game sounds, that kid's supposed to come and meet you. Uh, but let's say you're talking to somebody who has never been to a basketball game before, and you say, you'd probably say something like, meet me after the fourth horn goes off at the end of the game. Uh, now you've kind of clarified what horn you're talking about. And in a similar way, uh, no one should just assume these gospel writers are contradicting themselves. Uh, realistically, there were two rooster crowings. However, it was the second one, the only one, that Mark, uh, the only one that Matthew, Luke, and John actually talk about, that was the main crowing. It was like the fourth buzzer at the end of a, of a basketball game. In the first century, roosters were accustomed to growing at least, crowing at least twice during the night. The first crowing, uh, which only Mark was really mentioned about, usually occurred between 12 and 1, and 1 o'clock. Relatively few individuals ever heard or acknowledged this crowing. Um, it's likely that Peter maybe never even heard it because they just were, they were so used to it. Um, the second crowing, though, that took place, it would take place not long before daybreak. It was this latter crowing that was commonly called the cock crowing. Why? Because it was, it was the, this time of the night, um, just before daybreak, where these roosters would crow the loudest, and it was crowing, this crowing that was, it was useful because it would summon the laborers to, co to go to work. Uh, this crowing of the roosters served as an alarm clock to those in the ancient world. Mark recorded earlier in his gospel uh, that Jesus spoke of this main crowing when he said, Watch therefore, for, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, even in, in the evening, at, at midnight, or at the crowing of the rooster or in the morning. If you lived in the first century and your boss said to be ready to come to work when the rooster crows, you would know he just meant the one before daybreak. He wouldn't mean the one that happens between midnight and one o'clock. And so you look at these, these passages, and it's, it's pretty interesting, I think. Um, ultimately, when it comes to the Bible, some things, it might first seem like it's a contradiction. Uh, but we feel that God, uh, who is described in Scripture as being all-knowing, He will not contradict Himself in Scripture when we're able to fully understand and give these situations uh, complete context. I believe that the Bible can be taken literally. Uh, this means that what the Bible says is true. Maybe, maybe you've had a tough time with, with what Scripture says. Uh, I'd encourage you to take those difficult things that you see in the Bible. Uh, talk to some trusted people, some trusted followers of Jesus who've maybe been in it for a little while longer. Or uh, find some commentaries that explain some of the things that you're having a difficult time understanding. I believe that Scripture is truly God's Word. And I believe as we look at it deeper, we, we, we will come to understand it more and more as being exactly that. Um, Let's follow the word of God today. Let's dig into the word and let's ask God to help us see what this true scripture really means for our lives today. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much 
for the truth we find in Scripture. God, I thank you for, uh, for stories like we, we talked about today that as we dig into it a little bit deeper, we see some fuller meaning and, and that these passages, they actually don't contradict each other. God, I pray that you would help each and every one of us to let the Word of God speak to our lives today. Whatever you want to say to us, God, help us to be open to what your word has to say, and may it change our lives as you want it to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks, everybody. Hope you have a great week. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.